Today, I wanted to talk about the 14 things that are still taught in school that you should unlearn. Or the 14 things that school teach that stand in the way of your success in today's fast-changing digital times. And a lot of the participants of my course or the leaders that I contact personally when they have troubles with overwhelm, with stress, with burnouts, with dealing with all the changes, I often ask them the question, were you a good student in school? And almost always I get the answer, yes, I was, how did you know? And so I see a correlation between stress, burnouts, overwhelm, being busy all the time and having been a good student in school and especially for the teenager in high school or in secondary school. I'm Muriel, CEO, mom and educator. I used to work really hard and sacrificed important things to me until I lost my motivation. Fast forward past many failed attempts and lessons learned and I found a way to reach great results while working less. Today, I'm obsessed with helping other leaders build meaningful lives. So each week, I'll be sharing inspiration to change your life and organization. This is Rebel Leader with a Heart. And of course, there are great schools already, great universities that have transformed or that are transforming. But I wanted to talk today about the 14 things that I believe you should unlearn and that are still taught in our schools, especially in Belgium. And the first and most important one is that you cannot do everything that is expected from you anymore. Well, in school, you are still taught to do everything that is expected from you. If you do everything, you get good grades. If you don't do everything, you get bad grades and you get punished for that. And that habit is truly standing in the way of your success today. Because today, with requests coming from everywhere, with the tasks being less delimited than before, it is simply not possible anymore to deliver everything that is requested. We have to say no. We have to let go of, the, of some things or ignore some things. And that is something that we used to be punished for. So that feels very uncomfortable for a lot of people today. But unfortunately, it is still taught today in schools that you will get good grades if you do everything that the teachers are expecting from you. The second thing is you should move despite imperfections because today you can't foresee everything in advance anymore and avoid making mistakes. But unfortunately, in school, we are still being punished if we make mistakes. And also in school, the results are more important than the process. And so all that leads to fixed mindsets. So in a lot of schools today, we are forging fixed mindsets for our teenagers. 
And that fixed mindset is what is going to prevent you from being successful in today's fast, uncertain times. Because today you cannot move forward without making any mistakes anymore. Things are changing too fast. You cannot foresee everything in advance anymore and then start and having a perfect plan. No, you have to move forward even if you don't know everything and When you don't get the result that you want, you have to pivot. And if you get the result that you want, you persevere. And so that is a second big mistake and and big false belief that we are learning in school is that we cannot make mistakes and that mistakes are bad and that you are a failure if you make a lot of mistakes. The third thing is that today the pace of change has accelerated. And it has accelerated at a pace that we have never witnessed before. And so as humans and as organizations, we have to adapt to that pace of change. And how do you adapt? You adapt by learning new skills. And that's why it has become so important to become lifelong learners, because by Constantly learning by learning every day or every week, that will allow you to adapt to all the changes and to progress and to be happy and to be successful. And what I mean by learning is completely different from studying by heart, for instance. And what I see in schools today is that studying is not fun. It's a lot about studying and learning is not fun in schools today. It's often hard and teachers, they're going to say to the pupils, you have to learn harder, you have to do it, you're not good if you don't learn. And a lot of pupils and a lot of students, they get out of secondary education and they think, I hate learning. And so it kills the fun of learning because Learning is assimilated with studying. And I often say this, I hate studying. I hate studying by heart and having exams to see if I understood things very well. But I love learning and I learn by listening to podcasts, by by listening to audiobooks, by reading books, by watching YouTube videos. And I know a lot of pupils are learning that way as well, and they like that, and they're interested by something, and they will learn more about it. But what they don't like is studying in a book and then having an exam about it. And just look at yourself. Do you like studying that way? So that is the third thing that I believe is wrong with our educational system is that we are not focusing on learning and on becoming lifelong learners. We are focused on studying certain stuff with the false belief that once you know that stuff, you will be okay for the rest of your life. Now, the fourth thing is that in school, collaborating is cheating. So if you collaborate for an exam, for instance, it's cheating because everyone should do the same by themselves. And unfortunately, today, the problems have become so complex that in organizations or in our community in general, we need teams to solve them. We cannot solve them by ourselves anymore. And that's why we need to collaborate. And my strength might be your weakness or your weakness might be 
my strength and what I like doing might not be the same as what you like doing. And that's the strength of a team. When you have a team of diverse people that collaborates, that's when you get the best. But unfortunately, in many secondary schools, collaborating is only maybe one or two projects on the whole year, but otherwise collaborating is often viewed as cheating. The fifth mistake is the teacher shouldn't be the boss in the class. And for that, we have to go back because when were schools created? Schools were created in the second industrial revolution, when we needed good workers to go work in the factories later. And in the factories, you had a boss and you had to follow instructions. And that is how our schools are often still organized. But today, what we see in organizations is that the, the way, the hierarchical way is not working anymore. It's too slow. By the time a decision reaches the management team, that they make a decision communicated to the rest of the organization. Things have changed or they're too far away or people wait on decisions that never come. And so in organizations, we see now that empowerment has become increasingly important and that the classic boss is not working anymore. He has to move away from being a boss to being a manager to being a leader and even a coach. And I believe that is what should happen in class as well. The teacher shouldn't be the boss that decides about everything, but we should empower the pupils and especially the teenagers to make the decisions together with the teacher and not see the teacher as the boss that says it's okay or it's not okay or it's like this because I said it was like this. That doesn't work anymore. And teenagers, they can handle responsibility. I have educated my kids to be responsible from a very young age. And I remember that they love soccer. And so when it was the World Cup, in the middle of the week and they had school the next day and there was a match going on from 8.30 till 10.30, for instance, I would ask them, okay, think about it. Think about the consequences. If you watch it until 10.30, how will you feel tomorrow? And will you be able to handle all the challenges and will you be able to learn as well if you are tired? But I leave you the decision to look at, will you watch it till the end or not? And my kids were very mature because often they were tougher on themselves than I would be. They decided, for instance, okay, I will only watch the first half and then I will go to sleep. Well, I would have let them watch everything. So it's not the teacher that should be the boss, but the students should be empowered as well. And decisions about how we were go, how are we going to run the classroom or the school should be decided together. And there are schools that do it that way and they are working really, really well. The sixth mistake is stop creating silos because schools are 
organized in silos. You have mathematics, science, French, languages, arts, etc. But these are all things that we see separately, just like in the past, a factory was also organized around functions. And what we see today is that more and more successful organizations are moving away from the classic functional structure where you have sales, marketing, production, HR, finance separately. And the most successful ones are moving towards cross-functional teams. And that should be the same with our students. They should learn holistically, meaning you have to solve a problem or understand something from different views and not only the mathematical side of it and then in a language there you will learn how you can make a presentation or express yourself and then in science there you will learn to how things function and in arts you will learn to be creative. No, we have to learn to use all these skills combined to solve problems. The eighth problem that I see is that IQ is not as important anymore because algorithms, computers and robots have higher IQs than humans. And so in the past, everything was focused on being intelligent. Being intelligent and only intelligent in one way was what was necessary in school and that's how you became successful. But today, the emotional side of things and adaptability is even more important than IQ. Because IQ, you can use your computer, your robots, your algorithms for that. But what we need are people that can collaborate and that can make the best out of these systems. And that's what we see in organizations today. Yes, we are all digitalizing, but the companies that are capturing the most values are good in digitalization, but also good in the human side of things. And so our pupils should learn to be human again, to understand their emotion, to understand how they can adapt. And remember, it is not the strongest of species that survives, nor the most intelligent. It's the one that is the most adaptable to change. So this is a quote, of course, an old quote, but it is still valid and it is even more valid today with the pace of change that has accelerated and that will keep accelerating. And so it's not only mathematics and sciences that is important, but arts and creativity and understanding human behaviors are becoming increasingly important, but is often undervalued in schools or even killed. If you're not good in science, you're a bad student. Okay, number nine is don't work hard and only pause when everything is finished. And that again is something that we learn in school. In school, we learn you have to do your homework, work hard, and when everything will be finished, then you can pause and have fun. But Today, the first thing that I teach the people in my courses, that I teach the leaders, and also the first most important thing that I had to manage when I was the CEO was my energy. 
And so it's really ironic, but in a world that is going faster and faster, we have to learn to slow down, to pause and to manage our energy, even if everything is not finished. And that's simple because work is never finished because it's less delimited than before and because you get requests now coming from everywhere 24-7 because we are connected seven days a week, 24-7 a week. And so we have to learn to pause and to manage our mindset, to manage our energy, to analyze things, even if it's not okay for to pause because you have so many things to do. And today, even though a lot of the leaders in my course understand it and even understand that they will get better results if they learn to pause, they still feel a lot of guilt when they pause, when not everything is finished. Because again, it has been deeply ingrained in you from a very young age and in school that you only pause when everything is finished. Okay, number 10. The body is not only there to sustain your head. And here again, in school, our body, we don't learn to do anything with our body. On the contrary, we teach our adolescents and our teenagers to be rational and that emotions, they only stand in a way. What I believe is truly we are more than our heads. And there again, to be successful as a CEO with all the changes, I had to get out of my head and I had to get into my body and understand what I was feeling, what were the sensations, what was happening. I learned today to take care of my body. When I don't feel well, it's I know it's because I haven't taken care of my body well enough. I walk 10,000 steps every day. I exercise, I eat healthy because I know that I have to take care of my body. And when I feel good in my body, I feel good in my head. And that's when I get incredible results. But we don't teach that to our students in school again. Then number 11, being right is not important anymore. Unless, of course, you're building a bridge or you're operating on someone, then it is still important. But often being right is standing in the way of a relationship. And I see a lot of meetings where people fight to be right. And well, both people are right. They just have different interpretations, different ways of seeing their world. And we need both. And so it's not that important anymore to be right. But there again, in school, we have been educated that an, that an answer is right or is wrong. Well, it isn't like this anymore. And it definitely is not as important anymore. What is important is what is the interpretation that will serve you best at that moment? Number 12, control and structure is really important. You have to be in control. And that's what we teach our teenagers. And that's what we are taught in school. But unfortunately, today we cannot control everything anymore. Things are changing so fast. We are living uncertain times. Just look at Corona. You don't always know the outcomes of what you will put in place. And so 
What we need to learn is also to let go and to accept chaos. And in fact, it's when you have chaos, that's where you get creative also. Out of that chaos, you can get creativity because a creative idea is not something that comes to you in a very structured way. It comes to you with a lot of chaos. But once you have that idea, then you need structure again. And so today it's important not only to learn control and structure, but it's important to learn to let go also and to accept some chaos. And if, for instance, you want to focus, and again, if you want to be successful in today's crazy world where you have so much choice and so much possibilities, you know you have to focus. But focus means saying no to things. And when you say no, they don't solve themselves magically. They can create chaos that you need to accept. And so we have to learn control and structure, but we have to learn also to let go and to accept some chaos. Then number 13, don't limit yourself to the what and the how. We have to learn the why of things. And the most successful people and companies know why they do things. Just look at Simon Sinek's speech, his TED talk. It's really important to know why you do something. And when I work with teams, I now help them define their values and understand why they are doing something, especially in a world where you have so many change and where you can get dizzy from all the changes, knowing what your values are, knowing what you care about, knowing why you do some things will make all the difference, not only for you, but also for your customers. In an organization, customers, they have so much choice now that they care about what you represent, why you do something. And so often in school, what I see is when pupils, when students ask the question, why do we have to study this? And they only get as an answer because it's in the curriculum. That's not a good answer. And they are losing their motivation because they don't understand why they have to learn some things. So the why is really, really important. And then number 14, being action oriented is not enough anymore. And what I mean by that is in life, when something happens, we put actions in place and we could, we get a certain result. And when we don't get the result we want, we put other actions in place. But sometimes you're in this loop where whatever action you put in place, you don't get the result you want. And that's because you need a new mindset or you need new beliefs or a new interpretation of your world. And so I believe that we should learn to manage our mindset before our actions. And being action-oriented is definitely not enough anymore. So those were the 14 points that I believe that are still taught in school and that we should all unlearn and that hopefully Someday, our whole educational system will completely transform because it's not about changing a little bit how schools are organized. It's really doing a greenfield exercise from the ground up to really have pupils and students and children 
that can be happy and successful for the rest of their lives. They have to learn to become lifelong learners, to understand how they function, to understand relationships better, to understand um, how the world functions. And of course, we still need some knowledge. We still need basic knowledge to be able to function well. But the skills, the behaviors are more important today than the knowledge. And so we should move away from learning things to learning to be human. And so we should move away also from doing things and move a little bit more from being someone or from learning to use our hands. Uh, in the past, we all learned to use our hands. And then we went to an era where we used our heads. But today, I believe we should learn to use our hearts as well. So that was it for today. This is really a passion of mine, education. And I often feel sad when I see how school is organized today because it, didn't, it doesn't deliver the results that we want nor for the children, nor for the teachers that are often exhausted because all of all this administration. And so I truly believe we should reinvent it. And I hope you understand a little bit my view of how I believe things should change, linked to how you need to be if you want to be happy and successful in today's world. So be sure to go to the show notes of this episode on rebelleaderwithaheart.com slash 27 if you want to review these 14 points or 14 things that I believe we should unlearn or that schools should change. So be sure to subscribe to this podcast if you want to receive the next episode automatically and also leave a review. That will be really nice. And I'll see you next week. Bye. Yeah, you finished another episode of Rebel Leader with a Heart. If you want more, go to rebelleaderwithaheart.com for show notes and past episodes. If you love the show, subscribe, leave a review and share it with a friend. The more, the merrier. Thanks for tuning in and have a great week, you Rebel Leader with a Heart. Hello there. How adapted are you to the fast and busy times? Before diving into this subject, let me ask you a question. Do you see yourself working like this until you retire? If yes, congrats, you probably find a way to thrive in today's fast and busy times. But if your answer is no, don't worry. Because this five-minute quiz on how adapted are you to the fast and busy times might help you. Because if you're still working with the slower time habits and mindset, you might end up working really hard for too little impact. This quiz will show you how adapted you are to today's crazy fast times and it'll give you your score on the five principles you need to master to better navigate your heavy workload while still having a life. So go to keyleader.com slash fast times to start the quiz. Maybe it's time to kickstart your slower and more impactful life. Keyleader.com slash fast times. Q-I leader.com slash fast times. 
Now let's dive into today's podcast episode. <laughs> 